Awesome. Okay, so you are listening to This Ghost Sucks. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about paranormal state, so doing a little bit of, sh- of a shift. Uh, and you recommended this one, uh, so do you want to talk a little bit about why you wanted to watch this? I I mean, the reason is pretty obvious. It's because um, the, the host is a huge tool. All the episodes are really... <laughs> really great uh he he hams it up to a, a significant degree um so i i don't have to feel bad i always have a target for my ridicule <laughs> it's just very convenient to watch yeah. this show and to make fun of it uh so if you haven't seen this show before the basis is that Ryan, who is the main host of the show, is a student at Penn State University, and him and a team of other students investigate paranormal occurrences. Um, So each episode, they go to someone else's house who is experiencing a paranormal event, and they do an investigation, and then they normally try to end it with some kind of conclusion of, like, what they found out that is, like, supposedly gonna help the person uh that's up for debate but um (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, so we decided there's a lot of episodes of this show so what we decided to do was just watch three random episodes from season three and uh yeah so that's what we're gonna be talking about today (laughs) i picked season three because it's got my favorite episode the lady vampire and we didn't want to buy two seasons. It, it actually costs money to watch this one. So, <laughs> was, let me tell you, it was worth every penny. So <laughs> there, there could be a bright future for Paranormal State. I mean, also this season has nineteen episodes, so it has more episodes than the entire, you know, all of Haunted. Um, so it's yep. just a longer series. So we got to focus in a little bit. Very true. Um, so I think we should start with the Raven. Yeah. Um, okay. So we watched The Raven is from season three, episode 16. And in this episode, Ryan goes to a home in Delaware to help Deborah and her husband. Um, And she has been mostly experiencing potpourri balls flying (laughs) around her house. And she's also very, she says that she's been strangled um, too, which is obviously very scary. But they talk about the potpourri balls a lot a lot a lot a a lot a lot um so let's uh you know let's jump in this was the first one that i watched uh i saved the vampire lady for last because you were hyping it up so much yeah um so the first thing that i noted was this was filmed in like the uh early mid o's right Uh, um i think it's 2009 yeah um so there are some fashion choices that i (laughs) I'm enjoying, oh my goodness, like the one paranormal investigator has on this hat that makes her look like she's in Guns N' Roses. <laughs> I, um, I wrote her name down. It's Elfie or Alfie. Um, it's got to be Elfie, right? No. <laughs> it's it's E-I-L-F-I-E. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she's hot topic, the F up. Oh my gosh, yeah. And then the other one um has like gummy bracelets on if you remember those like those like plastic i forget what they're called are they called gummy bracelets the ones that would like take the some kind of shape 
they're no they're just like a, a like a plain plastic bracelet and they're, they're supposed to have different meanings like you know like oh if you wear you know i don't even remember but if you wear a black one it means this if you wear a red one it means this like there it was a very hot topic thing oh um. there's so many of those stupid little fads back then it, it's, oh it was good to take a little stroll back to 2009 Oh, and the cell phones. Oh, I love the, all the cell phones. Every cell phone in it was is fantastic. Level like all the technology. <laughs> we have come so far in the past 11, 12 years, you know? Yeah, it's been a trip. Um, okay, so that was my first note. It's just like one of the most enjoyable things about this show is the fashion. Take a stroll down memory lane. Um, and also, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I was... Maybe it was just because I... Uh, lived in a city or something at this time but like I feel like some of the fashion is like even outdated for the time that it was filmed Um, yeah like for 2009 like so so I was like oh it was this filmed in like 2004 and I was like totally off because yeah they just (laughs) have interesting fashion choices yeah now that you (laughs) mention it it says 2009 on Amazon I didn't double check Mm -hmm. it may have been recorded way earlier and it just got to like syndication at 2009 or something but well in a in the vampire lady episode he says that she's been experiencing this since 2007 so it sounds like it Mm. it was at least 2008 right because why would he say it that way right it's not like he said she's been experiencing this since march he said a year so um i think i think my my uh my criticism slash joy stands (laughs) around the fashion i mean also the guys like you know we aren't really ripping on them but it's because their fashion is the most like tool boring ass boy fashion ever right yeah <laughs> and it's it's been t-shirt and jeans for quite a while hmm. yeah so um so anyway they get to deb's house and deb the first thing that deb says is that she saw a raven on the window sill and that when she went over and knocked on the window the raven flew away and that this is evidence of paranormal activity. Yeah. And then her I, husband goes, seagulls are normal, not ravens. <laughs> so I just wrote down, seagull good, raven bad. If it was a seagull, I wouldn't have thought it was a ghost. But <laughs> Okay, so less they than do, one from... <laughs> for, to their credit, they do tie that in later on. They do. It's not just a weird thing that happens. I know. Yes, that's true. Um, they do tie a lot of things in later that I have notes on in the beginning. Um, but yeah, my first note was, seagulls good, ravens bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, she also says that she had been strangled and that she had heard a deep voice say Mathis or Malthus. Malthus, yeah. Um, so, and also they talk for a very long time about poopery balls flying around their house. Too long. I, 90% of <laughs> the times that I've heard poopery ball in my life have been from this one episode. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so they interview the husband about it. You know, they interview them separately. And the husband says that he hasn't gotten rid of these poopery balls for three years because he's worried that if he gets rid of them, something else will start flying around. And the interviewer's like, like what? And he's like, like a knife. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, she, she even thinks it's extreme. She's like, a knife, huh? <laughs> <laughs> she repeats it back to him. because She's like, that's a big step up from potpourri balls. 
I really, I, I like the idea of him feverishly running to the store to replenish his potpourri balls just in case. <laughs> uh, and then what I noted here, and then they bring this up later why it's relevant, but they don't explain in the beginning. Deb is just crying in every single shot. Every time they're talking to her, Deb is crying. There is mm. no, no point when she does not burst into tears. She's a bit of a softie. Yeah. So... They bring in a um, a psychic or like a medium. And... Well, I just want oh. to make one note before we get to the psychic. And I don't know if you caught this because it flashed on the screen very quickly. They showed the daughter and the daughter really looked like she was like holding back laughter. <laughs> and it really made me think that she's just been throwing potpourri balls from the dark and then like sneaking back into her room or something. And it just tricked her parents into thinking that it was a ghost doing it. Yeah, I don't think they have an interview with her, right? Uh, I don't. Re- I don't recall if they interviewed her. Yeah, I don't think that she seems like she believes in it. Yeah. Um. S- uh. So anyway, they they. <laughs> so potentially it's the daughter. So then they. <laughs> yeah. So they call in a medium, and the one that they call in is the Rain Motherfucking Warren. Mm-hmm. And they don't really, like, explain at all. Like, they just call her in, like, she's some normal-ass person. Like, this is Lorraine Warren. Like, the conjuring Lorraine Warren. Like, Annabelle Lorraine Warren. Like, she's uh, f- famous, you know? This is before um, so the movie, though. It is before the movie, but she still was, like, famous at the time, you know? True. Uh, like, among those circles of people that are into this kind of crap. So they just bring her in, like, she's some, you know regular old joe i was just like is that lorraine warren holy shit um anyway so lorraine warren comes in and i just want to say thank god for lorraine warren and because this saves the fashion of the episode (laughs) lorraine warren (laughs) timeless (laughs) lorraine warren comes in she's got this like badass hairdo with this kind of like very victorian like bun and a big bow in it in the back. She has a beautiful brooch. Um, she has a Burberry scarf, like a designer scarf. Like she is like not fucking around. Like she looks good. <laughs> She's dressed like a ghost. She's dressed like a ghost, except for the Burberry. <laughs> um, so I love that. So she comes in um, and she says that there's something wrong health wise with someone living in the home. And also that whatever is going on in the home is not a ghost. Yeah. The first thing she does when she walks in, and I have this in my notes, she says uh, she doesn't feel good in the house. <laughs> and one, um, I'm going to bring this up later on because th- every medium says that when they enter a house. No medium enters a house and is like, oh, yeah, no ghosts at all. It feels great in here. <laughs> but um, secondly, and Lorraine looks great. But she is also like 200 years old at this point. I imagine she doesn't feel great most of the time. <laughs> like maybe it wasn't about ghosts. Maybe she's just like, I need to sit down. I'm like yeah. 99. <laughs> Can you get me a glass of water? Like Jesus Christ. Yeah, this is the most I've walked in t- 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the next thing I have is when they figure out the Malthus thing. Uh, so 
uh, Deb tells Lorraine that she heard the name Malthus and starts like getting really hysterical and being like, what does it mean? Lorraine Lorraine's like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know everything. <laughs> I don't know any um, Malthus. Get, get away from me. And what <laughs> she was being like really intense, like Lorraine seemed pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, so then they all, they, um, the, one of the investors comes out and calls Ryan into the other room and Lorraine's like, should I come? Which I read as, can I please come? <laughs> don't leave me here alone with this lady. <laughs> So they all go in the other room, and the other investigator pulls up his Wikipedia research of demons <laughs> um, that basically says that, like, Malthus is a demon that uh, can manifest as a raven. Um, yes. Did you look at the Wikipedia article? Because it is real. I didn't. I just was laughing because I was like, yep. <laughs> I was like, yep. Th these guys are legit using Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um it is uh it's a real thing from uh it's like the it's some book from the 1500s it's one of those like christian fanfic books hmm. uh the pseudo monarchia daemonium um and it's just like a bunch of it's like a monster manual from dungeons and dragons but it's all full of demons um, and Malthus is in there, and it, it says, um, I have it in my notes here, uh, Malthus has 40 legions of demons and is second in command to Satan, and also has complete mastery of potpourri balls. <laughs> someone wrote that in? <laughs> Did someone really write that in, or you just said that? I just said that. I'm, I might edit the Wikipedia <laughs> article myself, though, because I can do that. Both are funny, but if someone actually like went and like wrote that in, that'd be so funny. <laughs> Malthus is just like second to Satan, main focus popery ball. Yeah. Um, so they they bring this up and they're like, you know, they're like going in this direction of, oh, maybe it's this demon, this Malthus demon, right? But then they just completely disregard that, like in the next shot pretty much um because ryan starts saying that he thinks it's psychokinetic energy because things just aren't lining up like with it being mm -hmm. a demon um so he he does this interview with deb and deb he asked deb like you know what's going on with their health and she says i'm having a womanly thing and he goes is it menopause yeah. and then they cut to like lorraine and lorraine just confirms it's a menopause ghost yes <laughs> yeah um I had always thought menopause sounded like a pretty raw deal. Uh, I did not know that it made your uterus haunted. <laughs> yep. And now, now I'm a feminist. Has <laughs> it pushed me over the edge? Mm, at least this show accomplished one good thing. <laughs> um. So the, they decide they're going to... Uh, you know, continue the investigation. Uh, so they they do this thing where they say, like, it's dead time, which they do not explain. They just show a random time on the screen when they're going to, like, do some more intense investigation and call it dead time. So this mm -hmm. time it was 1214. Just, like, they just pick random times. It's a different time every episode. But I just wrote that down because I'm like, dead time? What does that mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> It's quarter past the witching hour. <laughs> 
I mean, some people say that like 3 a.m. is supposed to be a time when activity is at its highest. Like that is a thing that you see in paranormal investigation shows, but they just pick a random time. It's not 3 a.m. every time. They just decide like whenever they're going to do the thing is dead time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they bring in a priest and then um, so the, a common theme. They do this all the time. Um, priest doesn't really seem actually super helpful. And then they do this like weird lucid dreaming thing where they set up one of the girls as kind of like, dream bait in one of the rooms with like a mask that's supposed to like wake her up every couple of minutes to like induce lucid dreaming and Mm -hmm. she experiences a potpourri ball flying around in the room of course they don't catch it on camera but um (laughs) yeah just off screen Um, so with all this evidence they decide to tell deb that it's basically her fault but he does say it's not your fault, but no. after like explaining how it is completely her fault, but it's also he just like puts at the end, but it's not your fault. It's it's subconscious. Yeah, um, they, yeah. They basically tell her that you know it's her fault because she has menopause and she has to control her emotions or else she's gonna stay being haunted. Yeah, <laughs> it's so mean. <laughs> it's um. Yeah, it's one of the more roundabout ways of telling a woman not to be so neurotic, but I guess it works. Yeah, and then the follow-up is just like, she's still being haunted or whatever, but um, but she hasn't seen any more ravens, so D- end of episode. <laughs> yeah, what about seagulls? <laughs> <laughs> she's been seeing a lot of seagulls, so she's doing a lot better. <laughs> they do, the, the sign-off is... Um, oh God, what the hell's the host's name again? I keep forgetting it. Ryan. Ryan, that's it. Um, he says that the re- uh, relationship between hormones and the paranormal is still being studied by <laughs> investigators. So it's like, <laughs> in like the loosest fucking sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's something that we didn't mention is that they kind of, the reason why they make this connection is because Lorraine says that it's common that, like, the energy that, like, manifests when you're going through puberty is so intense that it can, like, attract ghosts to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why they decide, oh, it's a menopause ghost um, is kind of based on that. It's not like they just totally make it up. They make it up based on other stuff that was totally made up. <laughs> yeah, you figure there'd be more. And it's... So I think that we should rename this episode from the Raven to Menopause Ghost is my... Yeah, I'm down. All right, should we move on? Sure. <laughs> All right, so let's do Dead and Back next. Um, so this is episode 19 of season three. This is the season finale, um, Dead and Back. We um, think it's wa- the season finale. We're still unsure about that. <laughs> yeah. Because it's the last one on Amazon, but when we looked on Wikipedia, they were all out of order, so. Yeah. Um, so do you want to sum up what happens in this one sure um there's a woman uh i can't forget her name i should start right i can't remember her name i I should start writing that down vicky Vicky. okay (laughs) vicky so vicky is uh she's just moved into a house um and after a short period of time uh she starts feeling ghosts poking her punching her and assaulting her in various different ways and uh Slowly, the team investigates and starts to discover that it's uh, some familial ties to her her father who died. 
uh, years ago that is, is slowly haunting her. Yeah. Um, I didn't have very much to say about this one. Oh, this was... I have, I have feelings. Okay. All right. <laughs> Um, so uh, my, well, let me start off because this is my, my episode. I described it. The very first thing I have is the It's Your Day balloon. Do you have that one? No. <laughs> they keep showing this balloon in the background and it just says It's Your Day in all capital letters. Is that a threat or? Uh, I, I think it's supposed to be like non-denominational for maybe a birthday or... It's just my day. It sounds vaguely threatening. <laughs> it does. Could be taken either way. <laughs> in in context with the the haunting, yeah. Now that you mention it, it's uh, your day. <laughs> they also have another team in this one because they're supposedly called in by the Alabama Paranormal Society. So they have some other people that have like done an investigation, and then they called these you know paranormal state people in. Hmm. Uh, so that is like part of the episode as well. The first thing that I have is when they're doing the house tour, every room that they go into, Vicky's like, I don't go in here much. <laughs> I hardly go in here much. And then Ryan calls her out and he's like, so you don't go in the kitchen, the bedroom or the bathroom. And she's like, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> um, they also say that um so they do an interview with her and they you know ask her you know if she had any health issues um i guess that must be a reoccurring thing in this show since that was like the fault last time but they she tells them that she did have a brain aneurysm uh, two brain aneurysms yeah two brain aneurysms in 1999 so that probably would have been about you know a little less than 10 years ago at the time um and that she did die and like come back like she died for a brief time which as we know ghosts do consider that real death yeah yeah ghosts uh they so for for her so it works this way it's kind of like an on and off switch so if you're already haunted and you die they go away if you're not haunted and you die they show up right they they wait for you to die um and then once you die they i guess they wait around at the pearly gates for you to show up for like 20 years and then after that they start to figure that maybe you didn't really die and then they go and they check again (laughs) uh they also interviewed the daughter in this one and the daughter says um that it started at the previous house uh you know so this is not like you know, Vicky says that it started at this house. It started when she went in the attic to store something and she yes. saw a figure in the corner and that's when it started. But her daughter says she's just blocking it out. It was happening before. So that's a little interesting thing they throw in there. It's a little little teaser in the middle of the episode. Um, so then they're, they're going to do some more investigation. And once again, they take one of the girls and use her as bait. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they're like this this ghost is a bully so we want to send you weak women in first to see if he'll bully you <laughs> okay yeah that was what i thought happened but then like i didn't feel like rewinding i guess so i didn't bother to double check but yeah. i don't know maybe that kind of makes sense from a ghost's perspective 
It just if seems like the girls are used, ghost, as, used as bait a lot, is all I'm saying. Like, they seem comfortable with it. They don't seem... Like, I might be a little bit more like, really, dude? You're just going to send us in there as bait for the douchebag ghost? Yeah. But... Uh, so then they do some more investigating. And the only thing, the other, only kind of note that I sort of have um, about the second part of the investigation where, like, Ryan is, like, going into the attic and stuff is they keep repeating this, like, droning sound that the girls supposedly heard for, like, five or ten minutes of the episode. And I'm just, like, dying. It's so annoying. Like, it's just, like, this ee- like it's supposed to i don't know simulate the creepy sound that they heard but it goes on and on and i'm just like oh my god please (laughs) yeah they dubbed that in Mm -hmm. oh my god i didn't even realize i was like oh that's really annoying why wouldn't they they remove that but Uh, to know that they intentionally put it in there ugh. yeah it's really bad um so the next evidence they got is that they have a camera set up in vicky's kitchen and vicky's like doing the dishes and she's talking on the phone and then you see her, like, kind of turn around, like, <gasps> like you know, like she's been hit or something, um, mm-hmm. which is something that was happening. She was getting hit and poked, so you kind of see her react to, to nothing. Um, and the paranormal investigation team asks Ryan, like, did Vicky know that the camera was there? Like, kind of implying, like, maybe she was acting for the camera. So they say, oh, did Vicky know it was there? And Ryan goes, no. And I was just like, well, that's fucking creepy. So you just like put cameras in this single woman's house and didn't fucking tell her? Like, what if she's walking around in like a nighty or something? Like, oh my God. Like, it was so creepy. Um, and that's second one of my point. complaints about Ryan is he is a fucking creep. Yeah. Second point on that note. Why are they even hidden cameras? Are you worried that the ghost isn't going to show up if it sees it? <laughs> I guess it's to catch Vicky in a lie, maybe? But okay. it's really, I mean, that seems, if they are telling the truth and they put a camera in her house without telling her, that's, like, not okay. Yeah, it seems invasive. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe she would consent illegal. to having that, you know, for the investigation. But yeah. it sounds like she didn't know. I mean, maybe they said, oh, we're going to put cameras in the house, but we're not going to tell you where, which is also creepy. Like, it's just, there's no, there's no not creepy thing about this um and also maybe she did that in several rooms and that was just the only one that they caught her on mm. she'd just been faking it a lot and they only got one uh so then they they, they cut back to the interview with the daughter and the daughter says that she, when her grandfather died she had actually seen her grandfather's ghost um so she thinks that, it, that it's the grand, their, her grandfather, um, Vicky's father. And, you know, Vicky says, I don't want to speak bad on the dead, but he was like a bad man. Um, so they decide, okay, we're going to bring in the medium. It's medium o'clock. Mm-hmm. So they bring in this guy, Chip. And they, for some reason, they're like, we're going to keep Chip blindfolded, not only in the car, but in the house during the whole thing. Like, that yeah. that's going to, like, make it more authentic if he's just blindfolded the whole time for some reason. Yeah. And they did, th- well, he was in the car it looked like he was in the driver's seat and for a second i was like did he drive here he must be psychic holy shit um so my favorite thing about chip is that he alternates between just like telling um the like you know regular like saying regular medium stuff like 
you know, this is a family member. There's something going on here with like just yelling things like mm-hmm. as if he gets he into is character. The, he gets into character. Um, but the thing that was like, I was like, oh, my freaking God, um, is that he says that there was like some sexual stuff going on, like that it is the grandfather and there was something sexual going on, you know, between him and Vicky. And he says that, and which is really serious content. Mm, you yeah. know, like you're like, oh my god! And then he just starts yelling, like he's the ghost, like really, you know, there's like ah, like I'm just like, oh my god! Like, like they're kind of mixing, like, like what? Like I was laughing at the yelling to begin with, but then he says that, and you're like, oh shit, the tone has changed. But then he just starts yelling again, and you're like, oh, this is so inappropriate. <laughs> it's a real roller coaster, yeah. Um, so I don't have any other notes until like the end basically do you have um, anything else i do have some general notes um mm-hmm. they do just to, to show their like total unwillingness to accept that ghosts do not exist uh they go into the attic because they hear something moving around mm-hmm. they find out very definitively that it's um it's just a vent it's like a fan <laughs> in a vent and yeah. at that point, they're like, yeah, but it wasn't making that noise before. That's impossible that it would just start making that noise. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It just wasn't spitting before. Yeah, there just wasn't wind before. Like, they showed it was kind of like a windmill thing on the top that would, like, spin and then vent into the attic. It's kind yeah. of like a strange a strange setup. But, yeah, like, that wouldn't spin unless wind was blowing. So maybe it just wasn't windy before. Totally explainable. Yeah, no, I've seen that in a bunch of different houses before. People have in their attics just these fans. They're not powered or anything. They're just supposed to circulate the air when there's a breeze. Hmm. Yeah, like, it's just a moment where you're like, if they had just turned to the camera and been like, oh, haha, like, we scared ourselves. Yeah. You would be like, okay, these people are a little more believable. But, but the fact that they're trying to make the way that vents work creepy is just like, okay, yeah. you guys are full of shit. <laughs> Maybe a ghost moved it. <laughs> I I also have at one point and I don't remember exactly when this was they call some another paranormal scientist or researcher or something oh yeah I think his name is like Dr. Frederick yeah something uh-huh. like that and Ryan's talking to him and he's like do you think it's possible that her dying could have caused the haunting and he goes into this big spiel about membranes and stuff and it's like yeah, of course it's possible that her dying caused the haunting, because I'm just going to say fucking whatever, and you guys are just all just going to nod along. Like, yeah, totally. <laughs> he could have said fucking anything, and they would have been like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. He's a and, recurring character, Dr. Frederick. Yeah, I, I have one last note, and this was my favorite thing, how they end the haunting. Um, they take the woman and her daughter into the house, And they say, okay, the best possible thing for your mental health right now (laughs) is for you to run around your house and scream out loud at invisible people. Yeah, that's like my last note, too, is that, you know, basically it comes out against her will that her dad was molesting her. And we think I, I think they may have edited it so that that seemed more valid than it actually was but it's it's possible but the way it's edited is it's implied that like she didn't want to say that about him and then it came out like through the medium 
Yeah. So if that's true, either way, it's fucked up what happens next. Mm-hmm. Um, they take her into the house and they tell her to yell at, like, what she needs to do to heal is to yell at her molesting dad ghost. And mm-hmm. then, like, she's, like, pushing Chip around, kind of. Or no, the priest. She's, like, pushing the priest around, kind of, like, pretending the priest is her dad. And that this is supposed to be, like, the healthy way to move on. So, A, if they're editing that shit in... That's, like, not okay. That's so, like, that's so fucked up to Vicky. But also, like, this is not, like, you know, how you heal from being molested. Like, they're just, like, okay, like, you you just finally admitted for the first time that you were molested, so here's what we should do. Not, like, bring in a psychiatrist to help her. Like, let's, let's, uh, let's have her yell at ghosts. Yeah. Mm. And then they just end the episode, like, she's still experiencing ghosts, but she no longer feels trapped. Well, she does start using the other rooms. I guess it worked. I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I just didn't. I didn't like that because I thought it was kind of like, A, they were making her talk about, they were either implying that something happened that didn't happen or they were making her talk about something that was really personal that she clearly didn't want to share earlier on in the interviews. Um, and then I just thought that the way that they were like having her yell at these ghosts and that that was supposed to get rid of the ghosts and like that's supposed to be like the next step is was not okay like you know i don't know it just seemed really kind of irresponsible and that they were sort of you know they're like making an episode out of this woman's terrible experience with her father and uh, i didn't like it i did not like that move that's the that's like the thesis of the show is ryan just walks around and does seemingly the most irresponsible stupid things possible yeah just gives in to every fantasy that these people serve him Mm -hmm. and then somehow it goes well like they seem totally vindicated by everything yeah like even in the first episode that we talked about it's like it's really like probably not okay to tell someone that thinks that they're experiencing paranormal events that it's their fault right yeah uh you know if if this is actually happening to her like if you're if you believe in ghosts and you believe this could be happening to her like that's very damaging for her to believe it's her fault um and then if it's not happening and she's having some kind of issues like psychologically that's making her believe it's happening it's really irresponsible to tell her that it's her fault because then you know she's just gonna either scenario she's just gonna feel guilty and not really probably pursue help and just be like beating herself up and then with this episode like the way that they treat her like coming to terms with the fact that like her father at least was abusive towards her is very it's very inappropriate and yeah the whole like running around the house yelling at her dad and saying like you don't do that with a child like you sick fuck I was like oh my god like why is this 22 year old dude like in charge here yeah like well at least in the next episode they do bring in a psychiatrist or a psychologist um for a little bit but she doesn't help much (laughs) so let's move on and talk about your favorite episode episode three season three the vampire lady lady vampire um do i'll let you do the summary of this if you want because it's it's your favorite (laughs) Uh, again, I I don't write people's names down. Do you remember Don, the name? Dawn is the mom and Lola is the daughter. Dawn and Lola, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dawn and Lola have also just moved into a new house. Um, and Lola 
refuses to sleep in her bedroom because she says that she is seeing a lady vampire coming from her... I'm, I'm not sure if they said coming from, like, the hallway door or the much spookier attic door. <laughs> uh, I think it was think the, her, the... like, she has, like, an attic off her room, like, a crawl space attic off her room. And I think that yeah. that was what they were saying, where it was yeah. centered. Yeah. So she um, she sees this vampire lady all the time. Uh, the vampire lady apparently shakes her bed, uh, whispers in people's ears. Um, and does just a lot of mischievous things. Uh, not a lot of vampire things, to be <laughs> honest. Which is not vampire happens. Suspicious. <laughs> um, but they uh, they just are looking to get rid of the the lady vampire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, God, I love so, this episode. So this hit a chord with me because I grew up with a room with a creepy crawl space attic. Door. oh yeah you did i remember mm-hmm. that yeah so i i feel for lola that shit's scary like when you just have a little little mini door that goes to like a cold dark gross unfinished crawl space it's not yeah my bedroom it's... was an attic and i can also relate <laughs> it's creepy it's scary um so the the lady vampire lives in this crawl space um uh, i don't know the first note i have is them bringing in the child psychologist um the first note I have is how this is suspiciously close to the Twilight craze. Oh, really? Yeah, Twilight was uh, 2008. So, so this would have been right when probably it was released to VHS, maybe. Oh, my God. You know, they describe the go- the like the lady vampire when they're interviewing the little girl. They describe her exactly like Bella. Like, she says she's tall and skinny and has, like, dark hair long hair that's curly yeah so maybe maybe uh bella was haunting <laughs> maybe it was house. just Kristen stewart <laughs> Kristen stewart's like she's on a bender <laughs> she's living in their crawl space <laughs> <laughs> oh poor Kristen. oh um yeah, so they they bring in the child psychologist, and the child psychologist basically says she's not crazy. Like, yeah. Again, okay. pretty irresponsible thing for one session. Like, yeah, definitely not her imagination. One hundred percent not crazy. Then she pieces out. They never see her again. Yeah. After talking to your daughter for fifteen minutes, I've concluded that she is haunted by a lady vampire. <laughs> But um, I I did I just wanted to reiterate because it's in my notes. Why why are they under the impression that it's a lady vampire? They so Dawn says that that's what Lola said. Yeah. So they just call it that the whole time, because that's okay. what Lola called it. So I think that that's like a little funny thing about the episode is like there is a reason why they're calling it that, which is that like that's what Lola called it. Um, But for some reason, they just decide that like what this little girl decided it looked like is what they're going to call it the whole time. Like, you know, it's like it's everything that they talk about with it implies that it's like it's just a ghost, um, Mm -hmm. you know, in their like lore of what happens at houses. 
Um, but for some reason, they just const- they just call it the Lady Vampire because they think that's cool and like <laughs> that's there's nothing about this episode that has anything to do with with vampires. Okay. It's just called that for pretty much like almost no reason other than a little girl when describing seeing a ghost said it looked like a lady vampire. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Which would probably be her one of her only references, right? Like she would know what that looks like from Halloween and stuff. So like if she did see like a dark figure like it would make sense that she would call call it that but for some reason they just like zone in on like okay it's definitely a lady vampire no no way it's anything else yeah um so my next note i have is so they kind of do the first day interview and then they're going to come back and they're going to do like additional in paranormal investigation um, so Ryan's like sitting privately with Dawn, who's the mom. And let's just mention Dawn's gorgeous. She's like a young total mom. milf, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's sitting with Dawn and he tells Dawn, like, you're not crazy. Like it would be crazy to leave your daughter, like to not believe her, right? Like you're not crazy. And she starts crying because like no one's ever validated her before. Mm-hmm. And um he says, like, would you be more comfortable? if we had someone stay the night with you. And I was like kind of laughing because it was like the way he was saying it because they were just alone, like no one else was there. It was pretty clear that he was like, you know, like maybe me, like maybe I could stay the night with right, you. Yeah. <laughs> like he was like coming on to her, I think. A little sleazy. Yeah, and she's like, no, I'm fine. Like we can stay here alone. Like, you know, we stayed here every other night alone. And he's like, are you, sh- are you sure? <laughs> um. It ends up not working out, though, because when they go back to wherever they're staying, she calls them in the middle of the night, like, freaking out because um, something happened. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a note about that that phone call. They edited it to sound like she just hung up, like the call got cut off or something. Yeah. And, like, why would she do that? Why wouldn't she have a full conversation with them? Oh, yeah, she probably just was, like, having a full conversation, and they, they probably talked about them... The, you know saying like well do you want us to come there do you want us to come pick you up and you can stay here like they probably had a whole like conversation and they just edited to make it sound like she was having an emergency yeah just cut out halfway through it's like it's the lady vet <laughs> she, do, 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 do. <laughs> she got her we gotta get there right <laughs> yeah. now uh so my next note is brain magnets um Ooh. what hold on let me check my notes i think i'm i'm not at brain magnets yet um oh i have two notes here um one is he does talk to dawn about uh what she's trying to do to get rid of the ghost Mm -hmm. um and she says that uh she's tried to coax the ghost into attacking her instead of her daughter Mm -hmm. and ryan does say that he's investigated people who have done that before and it's done the exact opposite. And I'm like, when? What the fuck? <laughs> like, I've done a ton of cases and people have gotten vampired big time. <laughs> like, well, probably wh- not vampires, but I mean, this is the, you know, third episode of season three. So they probably have like 40 episodes they did before this. Okay. Maybe he's just talking general haunting. Yeah, I think but so. But I, I don't imagine it could be much worse than it already is. But I also, um, like, 
Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead, because I'm about to move on to a different point. I was going to say, but what I didn't like about that also, like, my problem with that was not, like, okay, like, Ryan, you're, like, 22. Like, how many freaking things have you done? Um, But was that he's, like, again, blaming Dawn. Like, basically saying, like, Dawn's the reason that this has gotten worse is because she's been handling it wrong. Like, oh, like, you know, like, basically saying, like, you should have called us in earlier because what you've been doing is making it worse. Bit of a savior complex, old Ryan. Yeah, and it's just, like, that's, like, a really shitty thing to say to this lady who's, like, crying and, like, so upset that her child is being hurt is being tormented you know mm-hmm. um and, he, and he's just here like blaming her and it's just like oh fuck you ryan like she's doing her best she's a single mom like jesus christ i hate i hate i hate him <laughs> yeah um, but yeah let's move on <laughs> um you missed if you're gonna move right onto magnets you missed the the medium oh yeah i did not care about the medium <laughs> the, the medium was my favorite part because she walks in very first thing she does, walks straight up to the little girl's room, and then she's she's like, oh, I'm sensing mm, uh, the letter L. And immediately mm. I'm like, oh, lady vampire. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so obvious. <laughs> I just thought she, the girl was named Lola, so there's probably L's all over the room. Oh, that that also makes sense. So yeah. it was just one of those like fake medium things where like they she probably saw the name Lola or an L somewhere like, and was just saying a drawing that. like Lola age four or something. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even think of the lady vampire thing though. Like that that's <laughs> the actual ghost real name, like yeah, first right, name yeah. lady, last name vampire. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's premium <laughs> content there. But you're you're absolutely right. The rest of the medium is unremarkable. It's I don't feel good. That kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take a tums mediums everywhere. Hot tip for you. <laughs> um. So should we move on to brain magnets? Sh- yeah. You go ahead and take brain magnets. I've, <laughs> I had the last two. Um, okay, so every episode they decided they're going to use some kind of like strange, totally like not real quote unquote technology. This is a theme I've noticed so far in what we've watched. So they're, what they're going to do now is they're going to put magnets on Ryan's brain that like fire off at like different times and it's supposed to make him hallucinate. Um, mm. I don't know anything about, you know using brain magnets to hallucinate if that's like a like a real thing but you know basically they they put the brain magnets on him and he goes and he lies in the little girl's bed and he you know gets like touched by the ghost and starts like vomiting and they make it like oh it's this paranormal experience and i'm like or maybe he's just fucking hallucinating because you were trying to do something to make him hallucinate yeah maybe he just shocked a bunch of electrodes on his, his temples and he vomited because it's like you're doing some weird experimental thing that's not good for him. Like, um, I just th- thought that part was so weird because they literally say that it's supposed to, like, make you hallucinate. And I'm like, well, how is that paranormal investigating? Like, how's that supposed to help, like, if he's just hallucinating shit? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? If anything, it'd make it worse. Yeah. They do have my note about this I'm particularly proud of. He does make a note about how it's like real science, like a real scientist made this 
this helmet that the, he wears. And so they're like, all right, it's time for some real science. Put these magnets on your head, lay in that little girl's bed, and let us know if anybody tries to suck your blood. <laughs> and this is what passes for science in the paranormal world. Yeah. I mean, Brian does, I think, say, like, is it actually, like, research-based? And the guy's like, yeah, it's real science. So I think Brian does, like, question it, like, a little bit. Um, but, like, there's, like, this confirmation, like, definitely real science. Yeah, 100%. It and comes off more as him trying to cover his own ass. And then they say, has anyone ever used this for a paranormal investigation before? And they say no. Yeah, so no, it's, why it's ob- would they? So, yeah, so it's obviously, like, not for that. Like, <laughs> So it's just like this weird thing where they just make Ryan throw up for for almost no reason. They just needed like a crazy device um, like they do every episode. I appreciate the crazy device. They mix things up. They keep it fresh. Um, my next note is about when they're like trying to banish the ghost and making Don talk to it. So if you have anything before that. Um, they do because uh, while Brian is... Or not Brian, Ryan. While he's using the the, the headpiece, um, the daughter, Lola, does wake up at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have like a little side-by-side camera of her like restlessly tossing and turning as he's experiencing these paranormal events. Um, and they do make a, a note about how like little she can sleep and how that must be evidence of paranormal activity. Um, or... Hear me out. It could be evidence of half a dozen strangers in the house <laughs> yelling about vampires. Yeah, like both they... of those things have an impact on a child's sleep schedule. <laughs> yeah, like they make it seem like the point of this acti- this brain magnet thing was that he's supposed to be able to like know what Lola is going through and that it's going to help psychically connect them or something. And basically, they're trying to imply that like. Brian, as soon as Brian got touched by the ghost, that she also woke up and that that's evidence that they were like connected. But it's just evidence that they all started screaming and then she woke <laughs> yeah. up because they were all screaming. That makes more sense, though, that the, the, the magnets were some kind of psychic link. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't even mention that because the whole thing is just so it's preposterous. Not... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they decide, okay, what we need to do, this is how you banish ghosts, guys, by the way, um, it's yell at the ghost. Um, so they have Don, Don come in and they tell Don, you know, she has to yell at the ghost and Don's like yelling at the ghost is like really, really cute. Like she's like, she basically tells the vampire that mutual respect is important and that she's uh-huh. going to respect the vampire, but the vampire needs to respect her too. And it's just like they want her to go in there and like be like yelling like get away from my daughter, but she's just like, please leave Lola alone. Lola's off limits. You need to respect us, and I'll respect you too. Like it's just a very like mutual respect is very important, lady vampire. It's a very single mom approach to banishing a demon. Yeah. Um. And. And it, and it works. Um, so they have surprisingly, this, yeah, yeah. So they have this interview with um, Don afterwards, where Ryan's also being really creepy, and Ryan's saying like, 
it's time for you to focus on yourself. And like, he's basically drooling while he's staring at her in this interview. Like, it's time for you to focus on yourself. He might as well like wink, wink at her. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God. It's like, ugh, that part was kind of gross. Um, and then they go on a No More Vampires bike ride. And that's the end. Yeah. Lola, Lola, Lola and Don, No More Vampires bike ride. I did, in that final discussion, I did also get the sense that he was talking to her like, oh, when I was your age, I didn't have the, the tools to control my paranormal experiences. Yeah. And I was just like, she's like four or five years older than you. What are you talking about? Yeah, it was kind of, he's very condescending, like know-it-all kind of savior complex type. Oh, yeah. If you looked up his Wikipedia, you'd know that that's totes him. Oh, really? It's classic Ryan. Yeah, I, don't, I do not like him is my opinion yeah i will say one thing that i really want to give this episode credit for is they never show lola's face um the little girl's face they respect her privacy which i think is really nice that they did that i just know yeah there probably was no law for like making them do this i'm sure it was just like dawn's request but i do appreciate that they did that because god knows like if this was if i was lola i would not want my face associated with this just shit when yeah I got older an oddly respectful thing to do from ryan mm-hmm. although when you're five years old your face doesn't look anything like it does when you grow older yeah it's not like it would have been identifying in the first place mm. well that's what we watched for this week i loved this i like really this is a nice breath of fresh air after watching haunted um it's um it, it was a little tougher for me because it's a really frenetic in terms of pacing, like just a lot of shit happens all at once. Because mm-hmm. uh, the episodes are like 10 minutes shorter than the Haunted episodes, right? Yeah, it's a little bit shorter. I think Haunted normally falls somewhere between like 24 and 30. And these are normally around 20. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So some of my notes were like way more scattered than, than they were with Haunted. But man, is it is it a treat? Yeah. Yeah, it's fun to, like, have this, like, also this reoccurring guy that we can just hate every time. Yeah. Like, I feel like if we continue to watch this, it's just going to be the, like, what did Ryan fucking do this episode podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. On that note, do you think we should watch more of this for next week or should we watch something else? I mean, we bought 20 episodes. So we can, but uh, yeah. I'm down for whatever. These ones were my idea, so if you want to pick one, I'm totally fine with that, too. Yeah, I think we should do three more episodes of this one and then, you know, maybe evaluate if we want to move on to to something else because I'm really enjoying this. I mean, I was texting you the whole time I was watching it, just like, thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I think everybody's got their favorite paranormal investigator show, and this is definitely mine. Yeah, yeah, so that's... um. Let's think about what we're gonna, which ones we're gonna watch for next week. We'll just pick another three random ones from from season three, and uh, you know, see what Ryan does next. <laughs> it's well, kind of uh, oh, go ahead. Let's see if we can get one Lorraine per week. Mm-hmm. So there let's get another, that other Lorraine one. Yeah, the, the yeah. Let's do another Lorraine Warren one. Um, also, I feel like I did not do Lorraine Warren justice in this episode. Um, like in the sense that I didn't really talk about her accurately enough. So I got to remember to like 
make some more notes about Lorraine next time. Yeah, you can't do Lorraine dirty. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think she's kind of a contentious figure, like, you know, in... Why? Because she's a huckster? No. <laughs> um, you know, so yeah, I gotta do a little, I'll do a little research on Lorraine for next week so I can give people a little Lorraine background. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's all. Should we stop recording? Um, yeah. Yeah. Mushu, you want to say you want to say bye bye? He doesn't want to say bye bye.